This is The M Word. I'm Michaela Hyde. I'm Nick Hyde. And welcome to The M Word podcast, the podcast where we talk openly and honestly about marriage and relationships, including ours. We're married, but this is for everyone who thinks that making a relationship work and last, like most things in life, is worth the effort. Who is going to start? We both looked at each other there. Hello. Happy, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. And welcome to episode 22 Investing in Your Relationship for 2020. Yes. So it leads us nicely on to Happy New Year as well, which is all done. Ooh, there yeah. we are. It's happy that, New Year. It's that, it's that weird time, though, isn't it? Time of year in between Christmas and New Year when yeah. nobody really knows what time of day it is. Nobody really knows, <laughs> knows what time of what, day it is. Yeah. You lose. You lose. Well, because people are off and they get up later and you don't mm. know what day it is. What day is it today? Oh, we do know what day it is because we've been to a wedding. Oh, we'll talk about that in a moment. Saturday. Yeah, you're We're right. We're recording though. this it's on a Saturday. Kind of yeah. Nice drifting. Yeah. Some people are at work and you feel sorry for them, and others are really pleased to have got the days off in between Christmas and Easter. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas and Easter. <laughs> that's Christmas that's Easter. one hell of a oh, holiday, isn't they're it? They're so lucky. We're all oh, really jealous. Oh, those are. retired people. That's yeah. it. That's what we're talking about. And then they start another holiday just after Easter, don't they? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but we've had a good Christmas, haven't we? We have. Let's had a go straight Christmas. into the, the catch up thing. Yeah, let's crack straight on with it because yes. obviously the things we've done is celebrated Christmas. Yes, we which have. Which I'm sure you've been doing as well. I just thought we're. When I we said are, you, I meant so listeners, I, not you, because no, obviously I was with you. You were with me. I've just realised that we are approaching this in a very hickledy pickledy way. Why? Because we do normally comment at least on the title of the podcast, and it's yeah, my true. fault, I think. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it is your fault. Let's go with that. Investing you, you, in your relationship, the 2020. So that's the topic because it is that time of year as well when you're approaching New Year, when you start thinking about stuff that's yes. coming up and the future. And, so, the, and uh, that classic people make lots of New Year's resolutions that they then don't keep. So it's yes. trying to think, well, come on, relationships are important. Let's Let's not those. just do some tenuous, you know, I'm going to buy you flowers every week. That's not going to work, no, is it? No, it's never going to work. No, that's it's not, ne- no. not going to work. No, I'd Let's dra- not dwell on that. Let's I'd move on. I'd rather jewellery, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So anyway, that's today's topic. But um, yes, Christmas, we, I think we said, didn't we, for the first time ever. Or in our Stressmas episode. In our, in our Stressmas episode, yes, that we would be enjoying Christmas this year, just the four of us. So Nick and I and our two our two teenage children. Um, and my parents did come in for coffee in the morning, didn't they? And they, my sister um, they as well. snuck in. Yeah. Had um, a quick coffee and a sherry and a happy Christmas. Yes. Then we sent uh, them on their which, way with a piece of coal each. <laughs> You're weird, aren't you, sometimes? We are drinking sherry right now, aren't we? We are. It seemed in, the festive it thing to do. A festive kind of thing to yeah. enjoy. And and nuts as well. We're having some some nuts as well. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. Kind of, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it, it has been really lovely. It has been a really nice Christmas. And Boxing Day, we had lots of my family over. We you saw bought me your a painting. Family. I know. Which was really kind and absolutely totally unexpected and it was um, a picture of Times Square um, and of course that's where we were this year celebrating our 20th wedding anniversary and there is Christmas Day a picture by Tom Butler great artist like New York Times Square and you had no idea about there the present. There was a little tear in my eye. There was, because he is quite soppy, Nick, I mean, it really. didn't come out, obviously. No. I just welled up slightly because I'm too much of a man to cry. <laughs> no, you shouldn't say that. You should say that... that well, I can say that because I cry all the time. Yeah, and it is very... Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to be able to do. Moving so. on. Moving on. So that was all very nice. Time with friends. We've, oh, we went to a jazz night. in. Oh. Now, we live in Romford in Essex and... 
Romford isn't known for its jazz normally. It's not, people don't think we need some high quality jazz professional. Let's hit Romford. No, funny that, isn't no, it? No, but but <laughs> we went to. Um, I think I've mentioned it the other week when I said to, my sister and I went to see a band called Echo. Okay. We went to Heart and Soul, and um, we had we heard the most amazing music. You, well, Nick, you're the musician. Talk about the music. Talk well, about the singer. It was awesome. Tabby well, Webb. Said, Come on, Tabitha Webb's doing some singing. And I said, Oh yeah, I've heard of her. Um, so I went down. And it's like this full band of professional musicians playing in this venue in Romford. Amazing. Sort of jazz set up, keyboard, bass, drums, guitar, Tabitha singing, Christmas numbers, some other numbers, and just the quality of what was going on. I, I felt I wanted to stand up and say, look, everyone, can we all be just really quiet? Because they don't realise just what quality you've got here. They amazing. were so good. And they're, they're musicians that you said, like, one of them, I think, has played in Ronnie Scott. Yeah, played in Ronnie Scott. So um, played across Europe. I mean... Just phenomenal, just phenomenal. So, so yeah, they were just incredible. And it was certainly, if you were to turn up somewhere in London and you went to a jazz club, you would not, you would, you'd think, wow, these are great. And that would be in London um, or wherever big cities you might live nearby. So that was great. So that was really good fun. And Christmas Eve, we went to Friends. They had a bit of an open house thing, which is always good fun. And slightly hyper children tearing around doing loops around the table that kind of thing you know grabbing handfuls of sweets and so on and that was just Nick (laughs) (laughs) you've got to have that very good you've got to have those kind of naff jokes at this time of year haven't you you really well apparently apparently yeah well anyway that was really good so that was good fun and thank you good friends of ours and just before Christmas, going back slightly, I yes. was on BBC Radio London talking to Vanessa Feltz. You were. Vanessa and, phoned um, you up and said, hey, Michaela, come on And I made show. her vomit almost, she said. Now, that might surprise you. Shall I tell you the backdrop of that story? I think you should share the backdrop okay. of that story, um, darling. Go so there was some o- ONS, um, Office of National Statistics. That's easy um, for you try- to say. <laughs> they had some new figures that were released that indicated that we, um, as a society, are doing things later. So we're having, you know, getting married later, having children later, divorcing later, everything is happening later. And so I was um, invited just to kind of comment on that from the perspective of milestone of marriage, etc. Is that radio? Sorry, is that BBC Radio? BBC Radio London. Radio London, right. So Vanessa Feltz. And um, I talked really about the drop in divorce um, because we've said before on this podcast that divorce rates have massively dropped, i.e. the number of people marrying far fewer are divorcing compared to back in the 80s. So in fact, some recent data that's come out from Harry from Marriage Foundation shows that people marrying today, um, the chance of divorce are only 31% compared to the 44% back in the 80s. It was nearly half of marriages and divorce, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's still three times more likely to last than cohabiting relationships. So we talked a bit about that and Vanessa's, um, well, she kind of, she was interested to know what, you know, why, you know, I think that and and what would we say about strength in relationships? And this is where she was a bit, she said she wanted to vomit. She said, actually, she, she talked for quite some time and actually said I feel like I want to vomo is what she said so I don't know if that's a bit of a London thing vomo but anyway um but I had uh, I probably not the best phrase because there are there's some brilliant marriage courses that are available um and I said that it's a really good idea to do a marriage course but don't wait till things get difficult go on a marriage yep. course to strengthen and enrich and you know make your marriage even better or if you are struggling go on one obviously but if you're if it's just about 
caring and investing, which is kind of title of today's podcast, yep. then do it. And so she said, so, and I said, you know, we've done one. So she said, what sort of things have you learned? And there is this phrase that's used on these sorts of courses. They talk about love languages. Uh, now, it does sound a bit cheesy. I get that. But it's really saying, how do you communicate with your other half? This is fundamental to relationships working yeah. and lasting. And um, I mean, It's knowing each other, isn't it? Yeah. Knowing what your other half appreciates and yeah. likes and what brings them... So, Sort of satisfaction and pleasure and enjoyment. Yeah, so you can express love in the language that they will respond well to. You know, it's no good me, I don't know, let's say, um, um, well, acts of service. giving me flowers would be nice, but... It's not, it's, yeah. you know... It's not going to do that much for you, is it? Getting flowers every week, whatever. No. Um, so things like gifts is one of them and acts of service. And maybe if I kept doing stuff for Nick and he, that's not something he valued in the same way, again, it's not going to... Cut the mustard, as it were. So she she was just, you know, repulsed by this phrase. and That made her vomo, didn't it? It made it vomo. And it got to the point where I, so I said, shall I comment? She said, no, not yet. And she went on so long. It was just bizarre how long she reacted to that. So whether there's more going on, I don't know. But she reacted to that. I don't think she's been on a marriage course then. No, well, she's not married, is she? She's well, that'd be a good living with someone. Um, but I don't know whether, again, it's always interesting when you're interviewed by um, <clears throat> presenters and you're trying to take into context their situation. And I always come from that place of, you know, this is why we do the podcast. It's all about strengthening your relationship, whether you're married or not, to find ways of improving and in strengthening that relationship. Because... That's what we all want. And I genuinely care about that. But obviously on the radio, they want to make it a bit, you know, edgy and try and catch you out of course, and that sort of thing. make it more interesting listening. So, uh, so yes, yeah, so I made... It's like EastEnders. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. Very similar, very yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that happened um, for me. So that was kind of interesting. Um, but that sort of moves us on, because that's a bit of a newsy stroke, what happened to me. But that leads us on to what's been in the news it does um, hang and on a Nick, second you can talk about we've that we've almost got a jingle now have we no yeah okay should i not use that one again no i don't think so work on that darling okay yeah. all right Something we'll come else. back to that. so Sorry. anyway what's been in the news nick tell well, us i said what's been in the news the average marriage lasts 40 years that's very good Is that, that was in the news it was in the news was it in the it was part of the research that um that the Marriage Foundation did, Harry did. Yes. But it's one of those figures where you think, really, that sounds a bit high, but it is absolutely true. The median length, as in the average, if you line them all up in order, of, of a marriage is 40 years long. And um, that's because only a third of them um, end in divorce now, as we said earlier, compared mm -hmm. to the high 40s, nearly 50% from those that were married back in the 80s. Uh, so the projected figures now, the recent um, marriage lasts 40 years before either divorce or death of a partner. Yes. Call it out as it is, yeah. but that's how it works. So yeah, the average marriage is 40 years before either death or naturally coming to an end through one of yes. these one of the Maries. Yes. That's not a word. One no, of the Marrieds being But we, um, we know what you're saying. But, I but that was in the news. That's interesting. That was in the news. And, and it seems particularly relevant, seeing as we talk about the M word for marriage. Yes, we do. And relationships. So it was, that was a really nice story, really, to sort of comment on yeah. and to be encouraged by. Because, again, whatever your choice is about relationships, whether you're married or not, everybody would surely want the best for other people. So if a, if a marriage lasts for a long time, well, then that's something that to celebrate. worth celebrating. Definitely. And, of course, actually, I'm flicking back slightly to... Go on. 
to what's been happening with us. I mentioned at the beginning we went to a wedding today, and that was actually a really special time. That was somebody, lovely. friend that I've known for a really long time, who has wanted to be married for a very, very long time, and um, just hasn't met the right person. And then, and now she has, and, now she, and she, has, she is, and she is, <laughs> and it was really exciting. I, definitely, there was a real sense of people really wanting to cheer. And she, they did yeah, get a cheer, didn't they? They did because it was just really lovely. So yeah, um, great to. So that was that, be part of that, so that was very exciting. So yeah, that was really good. But um, anyway, Charlotte, should we move on to the focus for today? Let's Looking do that. forward into 2020, and partly, what we're not wanting to do is to think right. Let's make a New Year's resolution. I know I mentioned it earlier, because there's a slight sort of shallowness. I sometimes think New Year's resolutions are just people identifying the things they don't do well. Yeah. And actually you think, of course your intention would be to do better. But if nothing's really changed, it's not going to change. So New Year's in itself doesn't, isn't a enough of a motivation to actually change think, your mindset or is I that think, am I thinking too much about this no, I think, is it like eat less sweets yeah great off you go I think I think that New Year's resolutions can work I think the big picture of New Year's resolutions is that if you're going to set one you have to put in place targets or something in goals that are achievable you know, those smart goals isn't yeah, it yeah specific measurable achievable realistic and timed very good well done well, mm. so having um, a, you know a new goal is not a bad thing and I but people struggle to they set themselves up to fail sometimes. I think sometimes I, it's because people, if they if they set a New Year's resolution because of something they feel they should do, yeah. as opposed to something which actually, at a more yeah. guttural level, they want to engage in, yeah. that's when it doesn't work. I mean, the classic example would be fitness, isn't it? Yeah. Like, applications for gym memberships spike in January mm. when everyone's new resolution is to get fit so they join a gym. Um, and we do park run every Saturday, which is great. Yeah. Um, and the the first one after New Year's Day is always really full. Yes, yeah. And then it's a yeah. lot calmer over the next three weeks. But I think um, what is interesting is that as human beings, we we definitely reflect at certain times of the year, certain milestones, talk about milestones. Yes. You reflect on what's been and what's ahead. And it's a good and time, a, good a natural process. time to reflect at this yeah. point. And we have that twice, I think, a year because we do that at the beginning of a school year because you've always been a teacher. So yep. it's almost a sense of new school year in September. I've never left school, basically. No. Um, So you do have that time of reflection. So I guess that's why we started thinking about what we might want to reflect on in terms of relationships and marriage Mm. and that actually use this time to reflect on that. And I don't know, do people do that normally? Is that something you think couples and do or do they just let life happen? Or do they stop and reflect and talk about what's... Well, in fact... Just a quick aside, when we have, when our kids were younger, when we were having like a dinner together, we'd get the kids, we'd all have a turn at saying what went well about the day and even better if, what would have made it even better. And it's almost a bit as though you want to sort of do a what's gone well to be positive, think about what's yeah, good yeah. and what would be even better. So look at what's good, build on that, look at what's been tricky and yeah. work on that. Yeah. And funny enough, we were thinking about this and then on... Uh, Christmas Day, we watched the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special, which some of you may have watched. We've always really liked Gavin and Stacey, and it's partly because it's funny, but also just it's it is a wonderful observation about relationships, isn't it? Mm. Which is interesting in itself. It's the the different relationships, the tensions between it is is uh, really compelling and really? really endearing as well. Gavin and Stacey's relationship is really endearing. 
and it was interesting because if you don't watch it, it's fine. I won't spoil the end. But the uh, the idea is, of course, it's t- is it ten years on or something? Yes. It's ten yeah. years since the last Gavin and Stacey, and uh, and their relationship. They're still together. They're still married. They've now got three kids. It's ten years on, and um, part of the little subplot was um, Stacey's concern, thinking we're just drifting and. You know, where's the spark and the energy in the life it used to be? And life's busy and we've got three kids and mm. they don't have as much sex now and all, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and in a way, that little story was quite nice because they reconnected in a special way. They spent time reflecting on well, where they first met. And the, you what know, was really all sweet. That. And one of the things, I guess, this is what's significant about New Year and New Year's resolutions is whether people achieve New Year's resolutions, you're being intentional and it's so important. And our, there's research that Marriage Foundation have done about being intentional in your relationship, which increases its chance of success. So she actually, she they're in the pub, all of the all of the gang, the usual lot. And she wrote on the back of a beer mat, meet me like out on the promenade or something, wasn't it, in yeah. five minutes. So she's out there, then he comes. And so that's so intentional. She's thinking, right, even in the midst of the chaos and all the busyness and everything that's going on, going to carve out a little bit of time um, for us just to talk about our relationship and to think, okay, what can we do to to make sure that we do keep the spark going and to to make the relationship just as good as it ever has been? And, And they both said that they still love each other so much, but love isn't enough on its own. You've got to invest and look mm. after that relationship and that's what they were demonstrating. So we really like that. And at the risk, you know, I know we mention it in many, many um, episodes, but hey, some people don't listen to them all. I can't imagine who they are. Why would you not? <laughs> but anyway, and it's that thing, the, the, the most frequent reason for uh, marriages falling apart and relationships falling apart is, isn't cheating and arguments and tension. It's drifting apart. And that's why we're always saying it's you need to be intentional yeah. and keep it in the front of your mind, your relationship and how you work on your relationship. And all relationships need to be worked on um, all the time. And that's a good thing, not yeah. a bad thing. And I guess there were some things we thought of as big picture and then some questions to kind of consider that we were trying to consider as well. But big picture, plan for the year ahead. You know, there might be stuff coming up you need to think about whether that's to do with children or whether that's to do with elderly parents, you know, think about needs and you as a couple, um, you know, being prepared for fun as well and having some fun stuff um, and being aware of any potential difficulties so that you're ready for them and that those difficulties don't actually present a big difficulty for your relationship because you haven't thought about stuff. So we were trying to think, okay, what are the... I guess the things that we can do um, for our relationships and marriages in 2020. So first of all, planning fun is at the top of the list, wasn't it? Planning fun. It often is. With just just the two of you doing some fun stuff. And that obviously you might be in a relationship where it is just the two of you. Um, But if you are in a relationship where you've got kids, it's really important because they are so consuming that you carve out time to do stuff just the two of you. Like our dancing classes. Exactly. The infamous dancing classes. Moving on. And actually, on the subject, let's just kind of come back to the kids thing as well. Sometimes our kids can absorb so much of our time that we don't stop and think. And maybe they've got clubs or there's just, you know, maybe you've got several in your family. You know, we've just got two and that feels plenty. But, you know, if you've got three, four, five, six children, then that's a hand, you know, it's a real houseful. Um, So, again, that making that sort of making sure you're still, I guess, prioritising each other, which is something we try and do. But also, I think 
it's just being aware sometimes if you're so busy with the children and then you don't give the time to one another it can then be a, a you know a sort of a distraction from stuff that's going on in your relationship that you need to talk about maybe there's stuff in your marriage or relationship that you actually need to have conversations about but you use the kids mm. as a bit of an excuse to kind of pour your energies into yeah. doing stuff for yeah. the children and then you don't have to think about that you can leave that to another day I'm too exhausted to and talk it's about subtle, it isn't it because obviously investing in your kids is really important completely yeah but not at the cost of investing in your relationship mm. so it can be a convenient excuse that sounds so good in your head well of course we can't because I need to spend time with the kids but actually yeah. sometimes it's it's an excuse and in it some won't, cases it won't always go to plan but again it's about that being intentional because yeah. I think definitely we've had days where we've thought just want to sit down and have five minutes together and literally kids come in you know into the lounge or something and asking yeah. this and then something else and then we've realised we've forgotten to send an email to somebody and you get to the end of the day and thinking I don't even feel like we've really yeah. checked in with each other, but yeah. Yeah. we are aware that we haven't done it yeah. and make more time. So I think it's being really aware is so, so important for us, for sure. It's also a good time to reflect on your own routines, isn't it? Mm. Because routines are things which obviously you do routinely and <laughs> some of them are great and some of them aren't. But because you always do them, sometimes you don't even question them. Yeah. So I think it, New Year's is a good time to think, right, let's just pause. How do our weeks pan out? What do our months pan out? How do our days? What's the cycle? What do we do? What do we do in our evenings? What are the habit patterns we've got into? Yeah. Do we want to keep doing that? Yeah. And actually yeah. stopping and thinking. And with maybe sort of 90% of the stuff, you'd be thinking, yeah. But that might leave 10% that you think, let's mix it up a bit. Yeah. Let's change what we do. I think Definitely. That's, that's worth the reflection, yeah, isn't it? Rev yeah, reviewing that kind of how your time is spent and not just thinking this is going to go on indefinitely. You can change mm. things around and do things differently. It doesn't have to be. Um, doesn't have to stay the same and yeah. it's good to, yeah, good to yeah. change things up actually because that's yeah. another way in terms of you know Gavin and Stacey's scenario of keeping things exciting and interesting is change things up a bit yeah. you know just do things in a different way um, and you know think along those lines yeah. and the inevitable money one of course yeah you know it's a it's a a good time of year to think about money partly because often it's a bit tight if people have been spending for Christmas and uh, the old you know visa bill etc etc um, and it might even be that time of year when you've been putting off the tax return and you've yeah. got to get that done. I've got to do my tax return. January, yeah, yeah that, we, we laughed with some today about that, didn't we? The fact that talking about being intentional and planning. I mean, you know, I, you, 10 out of 10 for me for being intentional, zero out of 10 for actually achieving what I planned on that. Because we often say, don't we, I've, I have to do a tax return. Let's get it done like in April, just after the end of the financial yeah. year. And then never we, done it. And then we never do. And it always, always ends January. up January. But it's always done in time. I always keep paying yeah. my taxes and Next stuff. year, let's plan to do it in January. Yes. There we go. <laughs> and then if it's done sooner, then yeah, then all perfect. to the good. Yeah. So That's there good. we are. But but yeah, the whole money thing is an important one, especially after Christmas, if you've spent a bit more than you perhaps ought to have done. Well, I bought an expensive painting. Yeah. Um, then plan for um, what's ahead. You know, think about what's ahead. And Because like... If I, as I didn't get that golf club, it now means, you know, how do we plan that in? I don't know. You're going to have to do some tutoring or something, yeah. you know, something like that. Otherwise, Ooh. that's a good way. But that's a good point, you see. You do some tutoring to get your golf club. Mm, no. no. Just, I, do you know, I just keep <laughs> the clubs i got. They're fine. But, I mean, it is an important thing because we are in a different financial what situation. Is? Golf clubs? The question of finances. Because oh, we're in a different financial situation to where we were 10 years ago. And so, and back to when we first moved to this house, we had virtually yeah. no spare money for anything at all. Yeah, by the time it was mortgage, rates, yeah. bills, council tax, food. 
That like was one, it. One time, out when things were particularly tight, some friends of ours gave us a little weekend goodie bag of wine and crisps and chocolate as a because they knew we were in a lot, <laughs> which is really nice. So I think, um, in fact, that's a really nice thing, isn't it? To show to friends as well. And yeah, especially if you yeah. know, maybe you know couples who've got like small children because we're past that stage of little ones that need looking children. after. <laughs> but just, you know, maybe encouraging couples to get out and about and mm. give them time to do some of those things. Maybe you're in a situation where you can actually help somebody. Yeah. That would be really cool, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? So, um, so yeah, I think reflecting, reviewing, what went well, even better if, think about the good stuff as well. Be yeah. grateful. I saw a thing and I, I joined in with it on Twitter about gratitude and having gratitude for the things that you have it's easy to dwell on the stuff that's negative yeah um, and being grateful for one another without yeah. being too soppy yeah. you know if you are in a relationship it is something to invest in and, and enjoy and actually that gratitude towards one another make sure they know that you're grateful because i think that is a way of building each other up and keeping you close yep. stopping you drifting apart as well yeah definitely because i i do massively appreciate it when nick noticed things i've done and vice versa we both yeah. will try and try and do that don't, yeah, again don't, don't always don't always notice everything yeah. but there's a there's a, a name and to it do feels that. like an episode of the m-word podcast wouldn't be an episode of the m-word podcast if we didn't mention the forever conversation yes because that's a big part of being intentional and thinking about the future and planning yeah because we've often said that something which absolutely defines marriage is you are brought to a point where you have that forever conversation that conversation where you're saying right are we going to aim to stick to, to be together forever? Yeah. And relationships which aren't based in marriage, where people's, people uh, cohabitate, cohabitat? Cohabitate. <laughs> Cohabiting. Um, um, may well have started with exactly the same thing, but they may well not. Because yeah. often there's a sense of succulency, try, let's just see how it works. And then people, there's a risk that you stay together while it does work. And because yeah. you haven't had that intentional conversation when things get rough, you don't have that to fall back on. So you begin yeah. to think, well, maybe it's a natural point for it to come to an end. Yeah. Whereas in many cases, with that determined investment from both both sort of partners, that yeah. it could be a, a forever relationship. So having that conversation is a, is a big one and yeah. could be the most important and influential conversation you have yeah. in your life, your life. <laughs> Very dramatic, well done. Thank you. But Thank no, you. it's... It's a very, it's a very good point. Um, it is something that we would, you know, we've had conversations with people who um, who are living together and just um, had that sort of said, you know, well, you know, have you talked about that sort of thing? Particularly if I've had somebody saying to me, actually, um, I'm not sure about what the future looks like, and you say, well, you need, you know, have the conversation. You need to have that conversation. And actually, when because we use this phrase forever conversation, I was thinking about for us. The, this idea of being intentional is a bit like the commitment conversation because commitment mm. doesn't just happen on the day you say, I, I say I do to you, you know, when we've got married. I it's, do. It's that, that constant conversation around long-term commitment. Yes. Not, not are you still committed to me, Nick, every few, off, you know, every few yeah, days. But it becomes a mindset. It's a demonstration of that in our activity and what we choose to do. Yeah, um, yeah, good. Trying to. That's quite wise. Yes, thank you. Well, yeah. We yeah. should put something at the beginning that says, look, if you want to just skip on 20 minutes, there's some <laughs> really quite good stuff at the end. <laughs> so I think that's everything we've got to say. We've I run out of wisdom. Everything. That's yeah, it. That's it. There's no well, more. Certainly that's everything for 2019 that we can think of. Yes. I'm sure when 2020 appears, we'll have a whole load of stuff. Yes. And we'll try and plan a bit for 2020. Talking yeah. about being intentional, we're a bit kind of, you know, like keep thinking oh, we must plan it a bit more. 
And we plan a session like this, but yeah. we don't long-term plan. I think it'd be quite good to do that. Should Try we? And, well, <laughs> let's not make that commitment right here and now in case we're caught up on yeah, it, you know. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, we will be back We will next be back year. in 2020. We're back next year. Yeah. So don't go changing now. <laughs> and if you do want to email us with any questions yes, or anything about course. today's... You know um, where to. The M Word Podcast at gmail.com. I know, it's that simple. And we would love to hear from the you. The M Word Podcast at gmail.com. So email in with your thoughts and reflections, 1999, or things you'd be interested in us talking about in 2020, or any response to what or, we've said. if you just want to say Happy New Year, then that would be lovely. Yeah, send It would be just lovely to hear from you. So if that's what you it fancy would doing. Indeed. We would like that very much. So, so yes. Happy That's New it. Year, everybody, yep. and uh, we'll New see Year. you in 2020. Yeah. Bye. Bye.